Our health is the most precious thing we'll ever have. And sometimes I wonder, like, what happens to those people who have their life turned up upside down from having a medical diagnosis and how they can truly thrive and and be the best version of themselves in this world no matter what their diagnosis is. And this next guest is the perfect testimony of this. She w- she almost died in February 2022 after her diagnosis and her story is so inspiring and I knew I had to get her on the show so she can share with you how she actually reversed her condition and using the power of her mind, her mindset, her confidence and truly advocating for her health. So without further ado, please welcome April Federico. Welcome to the Powerful Female Leaders Podcast. I'm your host, Anna Patricia Bourgeois, Certified Business Coach. I am here to help you up-level, generate consistent wealth, increase your confidence, attract dream clients, and master your mindset so that you can fully own your power and achieve next-level results in your online business and beyond. Every week, a powerful conversation will take place with amazing guests, or I'll share from my experience to help inspire you to start and scale the business of your dreams while being powerfully you. The time has come to stop playing small, stop hiding, and stop waiting. Now is the perfect time for you to passionately pursue your heart's desire as the powerful leader you were born to be. Are you ready? Let's do this. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Powerful Female Leaders Podcast. I am here today with April. Hey, girl. Hi. How are you? Yeah. (laughs) I'm so excited to chat. So feel free to let us know who you are, what you do, and what got you into what it is that you do. Yeah, absolutely. So my journey to becoming an entrepreneur is what you would say, less than conventional as opposed to most people. (laughs) And I'm going to share why, because, um, Mm -hmm. well, to start off, I'm going to start off in a previous life. In my previous life, I was a poet. I was a publishing student at Emerson Mm -hmm. College. And that was all interrupted when I nearly died of diabetic ketoacidosis. Whoa. Yeah, on Valentine's Day for that matter. And um <laughs> and um yeah, it's yeah, so I almost died. And when I woke up from whatever it was that I was in, I don't know if it like sent me into a brief coma or whatever, but and I can't remember, but at one point I passed out. And mm. I woke up and the doctors were trying to get me to say where I was. And I think I was so disoriented that I remember saying, like, I vaguely remember saying that I was at, like, my boyfriend's dad's pool party or something. (laughs) (laughs) It was that disoriented. It was awful. But Mm. I, either way, they were like, you do know you're diabetic, right? And I'm like, well, I do now. And. Wow. Yeah, so that was a huge turning moment in that very moment where they said, like, you're diabetic and this is what's going on. 
Yeah, so you didn't even know. Yeah, I had no idea. And this is just like my tip for all of you who are listening. Go see a doctor or get anything checked out if you think something is wrong. Because I remember like my psychiatrist was like trying to get me to do blood work tests um, because, Mm -hmm. um, you know, I was due and I haven't had one in a while. And I just remember being so scared of getting one because I thought I like I deep, deep down. I knew mm-hmm. something was wrong. Yeah. But I was afraid it was like cancer or something. But mm. no, just my pancreas is challenged. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's wow. Like, I cannot even imagine. Like, and so, like, what would you say, like, to someone? Like, what are the signs, or like, how can you create that awareness, like, early on? Like, Yes, you got to go see a doctor, obviously, but were there like any signs or like how you were feeling generally in your body or? Yeah, absolutely. And before I get into the part where like I'm a nutritionist, blah, 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 mm-hmm. but, um, I'm just going to say like, if you think you have diabetes or or are on the cusp, God mm-hmm. forbid, of diabetic ketoacidosis, um, one, get checked out immediately if you have um mm-hmm. constipation hemorrhoids um excessive thirst um mm-hmm. wounds are slowly healing slowly healing and you have trouble breathing mm-hmm. yeah those are great to know so if you have any of those please get checked out <laughs> yes. yes yeah so then you became like a nutritionist from all of this, right? Yes, I did. And um, well, I actually got recruited to be a coach from Allie Daniels Punch Drunk Soul uh, Path to Freedom program. Mm-hmm. And at the time, I did not think that was possible because I was working full time in a corporate setting. It was mm. my first like big girl job. And that obviously got cut short due to my diabetes diagnosis, which they mm-hmm. couldn't handle even. Yeah, I'm not even going to get into it. But um, mm-hmm. it was essentially just a turning point in which I said to myself, like, you know what? This is my new life mm-hmm. and I'm going to adapt to it in the mm-hmm. best way that I can. I'm going to educate myself on you know, basically my diagnosis, I had to educate myself on my diagnosis. Mm. Like how awful is that in the first place? Because in medical schools, they actually have this, um, there's this ongoing stigma in which, you know, like diabetes is like, you know, given to themselves, like people with diabetes just give it to themselves or like Mm. it's sort of like socioeconomic Mm. issue. Mm-hmm. however with the right mindset and i'm gonna dive into this more in the podcast episode um mm-hmm. i'm gonna um talk a little bit about my cicero methodology which stands for confidence and intelligence create emotional resilience to optimize and with that method i was able to lower my whopping a1c of 13 percent which is really high for a diabetic. And mm-hmm. um, and for those of you who don't know what an A1C is, it's the average amount of blood glucose in the body. Mm. And um, 
yeah. And so, yeah, it was pretty up there when I was first diagnosed. And back to the story, I, um, I, I had gone to an, an endocrinologist. Um, I couldn't see one until like the end of April at that point. Um, because you know, healthcare Mm -hmm. and, um, (laughs) and I, but luckily I had my nutritionist and we were able to kind of concoct plans, but the only thing about, and I'm not telling anyone to not see a nutritionist. Um, and I'm definitely not telling anyone to like, you know, not see a doctor or anything, but doctors, dietitians, and um diabetes educators will tell you like you know lose weight um exercise Mm -hmm. proper nutrition blah 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 however they seldom talk about the mindset portion Mm, and the mindset portion is a base is basically a universal concept i mean you have to be the one to implement those healthy habits yourself and it's up to you to beat your own disease, essentially. Mm. I mean, you can sit around, mope all you want about like, oh, why did this happen to me? Or like, oh, like, why did this, like, why did this occur in the first place? Mm-hmm. Um, however, like, don't analyze it so much to the point where you're just making yourself cry like I did. Mm. And that was my turning point. I mean, I decided like, you know what, I'm going to become a nutritionist um, and I'm going to not only educate diabetics, but I'm also going to educate women about Mm. how to have healthier relationships with themselves, Mm. with a relationship with food. Yeah, it's so important. Oh my gosh, like I like that you said that. And I'm really curious to like for you to dive into the mindset portion of it cuz I think it's so powerful like our minds like it has like this this energy this power and what you believe in like all of those things it all matters. Mm-hmm. So I'm curious to know like what you did with your mindset that truly helped to heal. Exactly. Well, for one thing, I am a very confident person. And Mm -hmm. I think that a lot of people lack confidence, to put Mm -hmm. it bluntly. And um, I mean, because it's true. I mean, when you're obviously when you're diagnosed with such a life altering illness, like you think, again, like, why did this happen to me? Why me? Blah, blah, blah. However, like, people Mm -hmm. may make things harder for themselves due to various reasons. So one of them being lack of knowledge or skills. So they might not know the efficient way to approach their illness, which leads to like unnecessary complications, depression, and Mm -hmm. unnecessary drama. And Mm -hmm. we don't want that. (laughs) And um, let's see, they have this perceived challenge, which is their chronic illness. And some individuals believe that that it's just hard and that they can't do anything about it like this is my life like it's gonna stay this way but no Mm -hmm. it doesn't have to be that way Mm -hmm. i mean you can cure it and i mean even if like they could achieve the same results with simpler methods other than the cicero method they could definitely um do do much better with the cicero method 
and that's with confidence and emotional intelligence yes ah oh, such a important key honestly in anything you want to achieve i believe like it's so important to have that awareness and to grow that self-belief and that confidence like you said and so now you said you're you're considered non-diabetic now right From yes all the work so, um yeah in january 2023 I was declared non-diabetic with a 5.6% A1C. Wow. Um, however, diabetes still remains in my system. Um, mm -hmm. But I am on the verge of beating it completely. I have an appointment on August 15th. And I'm just mm -hmm. really excited to see, you know, wow. where it all goes from there. And um, mm -hmm. I did this with mindset work. I mean, I, I mean, the way that I approach it is I write down my goals because when people write down their goals, it's easier for them to manifest that way. Mm. And, and I'm not talking like manifest, like all woo woo, like crystal, all that <laughs> stuff as much as I love that stuff. But, um, yeah, but it's, it's true. Like manifesting is like putting things into action. Mm -hmm. and you can't just like sit around and say like say like okay this is gonna come true but you have to act upon it if you want something to happen you have mm -hmm. to make it happen mm. like you yes. can't just sit around and procrastinate on it which is another thing that people make harder on themselves i mean delaying um you know doctor's appointments or like nutritionist appointments can lead to limited time for um basically your life yeah. i mean not to sound morbid or anything but it's true i mean it could just make your illness more challenging and stressful mm, yes so book that appointment and show up and do what you gotta do <laughs> exactly it's so important for sure oh my gosh so good so I ask this to everyone who comes on the podcast, and I'm really curious to know your answer. So for you, what does it mean to be a powerful leader? Oh, goodness. Um, yeah, to be a powerful leader is not just to lead, but to inspire. Mm -hmm. And I mean, I personally, I personally believe that I was put on this earth to inspire others and to mm -hmm. basically just make a difference in the world. And that's what a powerful leader must do. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's not enough for them to just like, you know, micromanage or just simply manage a team. I mean, you have to have the right attitude. You have to have the go-getter mindset. And you have to constantly be learning from whether it be your elders, your peers, or the people that you're simply leading. Mm, yes I always say that like surround yourself with like mind like like people that you can grow with and people that get you and that can support you in your journey I think exactly. it's so important yeah for yeah, sure exactly I mean you had uh recently Alejandra Marquez on yes. the podcast and she's someone I definitely look up to Because she's someone who has done the work, she has done the time management, and she's thriving. And and she's a leader in the time management aspect of, what's the right word, the universe? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but um, 
but still like seeking growth and learning, like people may intentionally choose like these difficult paths to grow on, to just challenge themselves and grow personally and professionally, but it's better to learn how. And Mm. for that, like you can't be afraid of change and Mm. you cannot be afraid to basically grow. I mean, growing in itself is borderline uncomfortable. However, yeah, yeah, isn't it? Yeah, Yeah, it is. Totally. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I remember when I was becoming a coach, I mean, when I was first starting in the industry, I was just like, oh my God, what is my life becoming? And it was just me leveling up in Mm. hindsight. And I see this all the time. It's like, surround yourself with people who force you to level up. Mm, yes that's why i always have a mentor or someone there to like be like anna you're playing small again (laughs) exactly (laughs) yeah i love this conversation so much i mean growth is such a big part of our evolution in our journeys and i feel like the more that you seek that uncomfortable discomfort and you put yourself in those situations that's where you grow and that's where you learn and become even better and yeah I, I love that it can be applied to anything not just business but your health your relationships like all areas you know exactly and I'll say I said this before but I'm gonna say it again for your listeners mm-hmm. if you want something to happen you must make it happen mm-hmm. yes no more excuses, no more procrastination. Let's exactly. get on with it. <laughs> yeah, procrastination is just a form of, um, actually, reverse that. Perfectionism is a form of procrastination. Mm. And, and like I said, it can make the process of dealing with your chronic illness more challenging and stressful. And there's also these like external pressures, like maybe you have a family member, like, for example, my brother used to always say like, oh, like, and he's someone who like, like, I'm not talking badly about him or anything, but he's someone who goes against everything that's wise. Mm. But, um, I mean, you know, older brothers, but, um, <laughs> but, um, yeah, but he, he used to always like have this limited mindset around diabetes and other illnesses. Um, and like, like I was saying, outside influences and like societal expectations and like peer pressure, like, for example, when you're going out to eat with friends or like when you're, um, even when you're in the workspace, these can really push individuals to make things harder for themselves to conform or maybe even to compete with others. Mm. And that's not okay. I mean, it's definitely not okay because in the end of the day, you know your health better than anyone else. And exactly. yeah. And there's also like the emotional factors that go into it, like personal biases, perfectionism, like I said, mm-hmm. and a desire for control, which can ultimately lead people to essentially overcomplicate situations mm-hmm. with their health. Yeah. Yeah, and it need not to be overcomplicated. I mean, you just got to take it day by day and mm-hmm. obviously incorporate your healthy habits 
but don't make yourself <laughs> manic about it. Yeah, exactly. And what would you say to someone who's like afraid of the doctors and hospitals and all of those things? Like, what would you say to them? Well, first, I would say, um, one, again, you know your body better than anyone else. And mm. being a young woman in healthcare is, mm. well, being a young woman trying to get better healthcare is very challenging, especially in today's society. Mm-hmm. However, at the end of the day, your biggest advocate is yourself. Mm. So if you know that something's not right, you have to speak up. Just mm-hmm. say, something's not right. This has to be addressed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you got to advocate for your own self, for sure. Exactly. Yes, I love that. Amen, sister. <laughs> <laughs> amazing so is there anything else a last piece of wisdom that you truly want to share with our audience today hmm i would definitely say just go for it i mean if there's something you want to do in this second life maybe even third life of yours like god forbid you ever have diabetic ketoacidosis but um whatever you call like your second life Make it a good one. Mm. Yes. What would be your definition of a good life? I'm curious. Mm. That's an interesting <laughs> question. Because um, I'm, st- I'm still trying to work out mine. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I would definitely say, like, just be happy. And, I mean, I know it's hard for some people. I mean, I struggle with mental illness myself. And definitely my own I've definitely been through the ringer as probably some of your listeners may have as well and um I would definitely say be your own advocate like just advocate for what you believe in and just like it's not going to be like a tire an entire fairy tale per se I mean you're going to have like your hills and valleys of pure bliss pure whatever but in the end, just make sure you're happy with your life. And if not, do something about it. Yes, I love that. Thank you for sharing. No problem. <laughs> so I know people want to go follow you, learn more about you, your services. So where can they go to do that? Yeah, absolutely. You can follow me on Instagram at be well by April. And um, I have a couple freebies I can share with you, Anna. And um, and um, yeah, you can book a call with me, a free consultation with me um, anytime at the link in my bio on Instagram. And, and I can probably share with you too, Anna, as well. Yeah, I'll for sure put it down in the show notes. I'll put all your links there. There's no problem with that. Excellent. <laughs> amazing well thank you so much for coming on the show today it was lovely meeting you thank you oh my goodness thank you so much for listening to this episode of the powerful female leaders podcast if you love this episode make sure to spread the message leave a review and subscribe i would forever be grateful for you 
I also want to hear from you. And I want to know your feedback and your questions for future episodes. So don't be shy, say hi, and send me a message at Powerful Female Leaders Podcast on Instagram. Until then, I'll see you on the next episode.